Hey, it's Nathan Crabtree. I was just thinking about what people really need in this reality and probably more than anything else they need. Freedom, which is the manifested condition, but in order to get to freedom they need to have the prerequisite knowledge of what freedom even is and they need to have enough care about themselves and the world and other people and what's right and the environment to motivate them to take action and they need to those those three combinations of uh, knowledge care and action are really the only way to get people to manifest actual freedom in society without knowledge they'll be acting blindly and unconsciously creating God knows what and without care they won't be motivated to do anything to fix the situation and they'll just kind of accept it uh, the way it is you know it's called apathy and without action just kind of like the expression of a uh, male expression of the feminine care energy the job just won't get done and um, it's not just gonna happen on its own you gotta be an actor in the the play of reality and I like to think of myself as a decent example of somebody who cares enough to do take action and and do something for now uh, a lot of what I'm doing is just um, making videos but there's a lot of other things that go on in the background of my life uh, the same care that I use to make these videos I also put into um, self-development and uh, exercise acquiring knowledge uh, I've been reading a really good book called uh, first they killed my father it's about Cambodian genocide and things that I've learned from reading about the Cambodian genocide from the perspective of somebody who was victimized as a child by the uh, Pol Pot regime which is called the Angkor regime things that I've learned are that a that that kind of thing is has happened you know not that I didn't already know that but you get a, the more detailed of a look you take at things going on the more subtle just little tidbits of uh, information you pick up that that really make you um, it can change you as a person reading about you know evil things that happen to people just sort of motivates you to do something like I said um, it, it kind of creates an upward spiral honestly having the courage to look into what's really going on and then acquiring the, the knowledge of things happening around you in the in the reality that you might not have been aware of in the past is actually a very empowering thing because then you can work in a realistic manner to over time acquire what it is that you say that you want and for a lot of people what that is is uh, freedom and justice and you know empowerment in uh, the United States where I grew up uh, there's a general air of disempowerment and ignorance which is kind of the polar opposite of what I was just what you know what I would like to manifest and coming from a place like that a lot of uh, action is going to have to be taken. A lot of will. The will is going to have to be heavily used to 
transurf realities, you could say, or to uh, manifest a vastly different situation of freedom. And the thing is, is if you give up your power to uh, affect change in the world, you are essentially throwing your fate, you're, you're leaving it up to chance or fate, where the, um, really, the, you're leaving it up to other people what happens to you and how the reality goes that you are participating in. And, you know, that that can, depending on who the other co-creators are, that could go good or it could go bad. And reality transurfing kind of, the book, kind of helps you to um, realize that you, you can um, subtly jump timelines where things are going better in the reality just using the way that you think and your own choice on some level but that doesn't mean you shouldn't also be taking action to directly influence the reality and for people who are right brain and balanced uh, a lot of new age type thinkers uh, sometimes taking action is for those types of people it's the importance is taken off of the actual actions and it's more so just in the realm of thought and emotion and you really have to have all three of those um, in harmony and unison to get to have the most power to quickly create a new reality or to jump realities or to you know influence change in the world if you're if you're just meditating your way you know, if you think you can just escape reality through different types of drugs or meditation, that's not really a long-term solution. I mean, you could, for for example, kill yourself, but you'll probably just be born again somewhere else, you know, in probably likely a similar situation if you didn't learn the lessons that you needed to learn in order to manifest in a better place and you know, be born, uh, be born the next time around in a place that's significantly better. There's prerequisite knowledge to get into heaven and to uh, higher realms where there's less suffering and, and more freedom. And they don't just let anybody in there. Like, if, if you don't understand morality and truth and uh, natural law, you know, principles of non-aggression, for example, being the feminine principle, um, it's one of the two pillars of anarchy uh, or true freedom is non-aggression and self-defense and you being imbalanced towards either one of those you know polarities where you're either yeah you don't aggress on others but you also just allow everyone else to just take whatever they want from you and you're just like a doormat that has no boundaries and that everyone knows they can just take advantage of you and you're so uh, overly sentimental and kind of wishy-washy but also just ruled by the emotions more so than just feeling you know feeling emotions is fine but being controlled easily controlled and ruled by the emotions where you, it actually overrides uh, the centers of action or even the the high, like if you were to look at the, the brain as a model with the limbic 
brain or the mammalian brain being in the middle. That would be the emotional centers of the brain, you could say. And then the reptile brain being more of like the action center or then the survival center. And the higher brain being the thought. You could say that the higher thought brain, thinking brain, the uh, neocortex, is neither male nor female. But if you had to put a label on the uh, mammalian brain, I would probably put the label female on it being the center of emotions and um, the lower brain the reptilian brain you could you could put the label masculine on that with the all the focus on action survival flight or fight self-defense and all three of those brain you know to, to have the most effect to to be able to get yourself to a situation of true freedom you got to be really heavily using all three of those sides of the brain together and you can't just be for example overly emotional and never taking action through fear or you know if you have especially if you have negative emotions um that that's a good indicator that you're already pretty deep in in some kind of a, a karmic hole or you know a, an emotional hole that might take a while to get you know yourself out of but not taking action isn't really going to get you there any closer. And, you know, by taking action, it could just be things as basic as choosing the right health supplements and actually taking them every day. Or, you know, when the sun's out going outside and taking a walk, uh, one thing I've noticed with the people in this prison society is that they don't leave the house. And especially in the winter they just you never see them outside i mean i would know because i typically run 20 to 30 miles a week now and it's like a, a ghost town out there like you'll see people in cars and you will every once in a while see someone running maybe you know a couple other people if it's a busy part of the day they might be running on the sidewalk or Depending on where you're at, there might be a couple people walking, but if you just go through these neighborhoods, the kind of rich, quote-unquote, middle-class rich people neighborhoods in, um, you know, the Midwest, it's like there's it's like a graveyard. It might as well be. There's almost no activity during the day, and that's a very unnatural and unhealthy state to be in. It's, you know, an indicator that the society isn't free and the people aren't healthy. In, a, in any normal free society, you would probably spend a lot more time out in nature doing, you know, healthy things like gardening or uh, for some people that might be fishing. I'm, I'm vegan, so I don't really think that fishing is really necessary, um, especially in the modern age. Uh, you know, but the idea being you'd be in much more direct connection with nature versus... Um, being locked into a, a job for example that's where a lot of these people are they they leave during the day during the eight eight hour daylight um time period they're pretty much locked into the matrix i mean that's pretty typical and you know that's basically the the matrix stealing from you your most valuable hours of the day and a big part of escaping the matrix is taking the just the the time back taking back the time and taking back your attention and your activity and your will instead of you know chronically just allowing the matrix to use you as it pleases and to you know consider you a human resource 
I mean, the gall of these big corporations to just, to even use that label is like, that's in, you know, and it, that's just accepted as normal, is that we're all resources for some pendulum, some invisible hidden hand controlling, um, you know, like, we're all just batteries for shareholders, stock shareholders to just, um, use us as they please and then you know once they're done with us they well i guess we're just going to be fired and then we'll have to be back in a like coping survival situation if if you're running the standard american script and unfortunately that's where a lot of momentum has been um up until now is once they got everybody on that script however they accomplished that you know it's it's very impressive that they were able to get this many people running that kind of a script and uh, it makes you wonder if they didn't use some kind of MK Ultra, you know, on the people who first started started this whole way of being in the early, more early Americas, because this was supposed to be, you know, based on what we hear, is supposed to be a lot healthier of a lifestyle, a lot more natural lifestyle before the um, English, you know, settlers and the Spanish and the other Europeans came and took over and they we hear a lot of stories about them being psychopathic and extremely violent and you know obviously lacking empathy and you know feminine energy probably being a little too much in the reptilian brain if I were to you know male imbalance masculine imbalanced obviously if, if you're gonna be engaging in dominator behavior that's you know a clear sign that you're psychopathic and you know not not um in touch with emotion and uh you know just destroying things you know destroying people it's really sick but it, it just makes you wonder after they took this continent from you know whoever was here before the tartarians or native americans it makes you wonder uh what they did to their children you know our great 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 grandparents and then what happened between now and then that resulted in this widespread just hopelessness and momentum of just everybody chronically handing over all their life force energy and their entire will the will to live and basically you know the will to be free and just handing their freedom over to these na faceless nameless computer softwares you know, called like Walmart and even the the smaller scale ones like Mama Jeans, they it's like a chronic, you know, holographic pattern, like a fractal pattern of all these corporations treating their slaves like cattle, you know, essentially like a resource to just be used and then they'll give you fake fake money, which any anybody can look up. Anybody can look up and see that the money system's totally rigged and immoral and it's usury is another name for it but it's just ta blatantly taking advantage of people you know right out in the open for anybody to see it's not even hidden at this point it's the the way that they trick people into not even realizing that is just flood their minds with nonsense and distraction and you know internet porn all kind of things uh tv sports beer like they it's a chemical assault too and you know that the alcoholism you know as a culture 
this artificial culture that they've set up is not only accepting of alcoholism, but encouraging alcoholism on the TV with the, you know, advertisements and in the sports programs. Uh, they sell alcohol at pretty much anywhere they sell food, it seems like. I mean, more or less, you know, the majority of places that sell food also sell alcohol. Um, and one of, you know, a deadly toxic... I wouldn't even call it a drug more so than just pure death. And uh, just makes you wonder why people, how people got to be in this condition of being this denigrated and this uh, degenerated. And yeah, we could, we could theorize about it all day long, but you know, the key, the real question is, is are we going to escape this? Are we going to transmute or overcome or go through it to get to the, you know, better, higher realities again? Like the Atlantean or maybe even the Lumerian or whatever, some sort of advanced society, you know, the, the one that some of us deserve and others of us obviously aren't, aren't ready to, you know, experience that yet. I would say the majority of people in these modern cities are obviously not ready for anything outside of that. Otherwise, they would make it happen. If they were really ready and really deserved it, they would be, they would stop what they're doing immediately and just go and do something else because there's nothing really stopping the, the overwhelming bulk of people, nothing stopping from them other than their own delusion. Like, they, they outnumber the police, they outnumber the military, they outnumber the National Guard, they outnumber politicians they outnumber um you know we're talking about hundreds of millions of people gun owners hundreds of millions of gun owners nothing is stopping nothing is stopping these people from disobeying exactly like a handful of people in each city like if if these people had any knowledge of of what was being done to them uh, if they cared about themselves in any just basic way like you you don't want to die and you don't want to be someone else's slave i mean it's not like you have to be like the so high vibe emotionally that um, you're just radiating love and people can pick it up from a mile away or something. But do you do you want to die? I mean, that's just basic, like basic human self care. It's like, do you want to be someone else's you know bitch your whole life and just do do whatever this you know entity tells you? You know, we but again, you have to have all three of those things. You have to have. Yeah, you might care about yourself on some level and you might be you might feel a little down about what's, you know, how your life is, especially if, you know, you're working for one of these pendulums, one of the, you know, working a job that you don't really you wouldn't be doing if it if it wasn't for this money system and you you needing money to prevent other people from taking your living space. The police and military being the 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 actual order followers who will kick you out of your house. You know, but again, that's a, there's a there's what a couple hundred cops in a in a mid-sized city like this, in the whole city, and you know, a couple hundred thousand people living in the immediate area. If if enough people were to just decide one day that they actually do care about themselves and they don't want to be someone else's human resource, they could no a couple hundred cops couldn't do shit. Like they they. They would see uh, these. They would see. They would notice. They themselves would notice the change in consciousness, and they would probably join it. The majority of them, you know, because fighting fighting a big movement in consciousness like that, you're just gonna get, you know, 
something bad something bad will happen to you trying to stop people from being free when they want it when they know it's when they know it's right for them and they know that there's nothing stopping them from from getting it you know if you if you just want to stand in the way and be like a male dominator to force them back on the plantation nobody's going to feel sorry for you when you get run over basically and uh it doesn't even take hardly any force especially in America again like the most amount of guns in the world are in the hands of people average people that live here i mean yeah we don't have you know space lasers and nuclear bombs or anything but neither do the neither do your at the bottom of the food chain your local sheriffs and your you know police department and they don't have space lasers either so nothing nobody's nothing again it's not it's all in people's heads that's that's what's really going on it's in their heads and then it's in their heart and then it's in what they choose to to do and put their energy into on a daily basis that's what's generating this entire you know prison planet matrix that people are stuck in they're locked into it and they don't even realize that they're locked into something that doesn't serve them most of them are are to various degrees of consciously aware of that they might have a general feeling of depression and unease which i used to have um growing up honestly i felt kind of just a numb kind of like a numbness and um just total disempowerment you know i just felt really bad about the majority of things that were happening in my life I felt like there was nothing really to be excited about but back then i didn't have any knowledge or understanding of why that was and how i myself was you know contributing to that you know numbness and disempowerment through my own actions like chronic masturbation for example was a really that was one that got me really hard and then you know the internet porn which is basically weaponized at this point i mean there's a lot of people who do know who do understand tantra i mean dark occultists it's, I don't I couldn't tell you if if every single you know but it's like a it's like a feedback loop it's like some people put out toxic vibes other people take it in and then now they're putting out the same toxic vibes so you know yeah yeah Budweiser and Bush are creating all the beer and then putting it in these putting it in these um convenience stores and then people go in and drink the beer and now now what what happens next now those people are now opening their own breweries because they're just that sucked into the uh, religion of alcoholism that you know doesn't even take very clever marketing at all to to trick these people into thinking it's healthy or or good you just one of the things that they do that you know, my parents fell for for a while. Is tell people that it's the government or somebody, somebody, one of these big club owners, putting out these health magazines saying that um, drinking red wine is a is a health food and it's good for your blood pressure and you know that it doesn't just a couple drinks a day doesn't actually harm you in any way. And to people who are sensitive and people who are really paying attention to their own vibration and emotion, I mean, it took me a long time to develop this kind of sensitivity, but, you know, two, two, two glasses of wine in one day, that would take me down like a hundred notches as far as how I felt about life and my effectiveness. And, you know, it would just be totally terrible thing, terrible thing to do. So, you know, the fact that people believe these um club owners or um dark occultists 
or corp corporate greedy types, whatever you want to call them. People would believe them on something so basic as that, as whether or not alcohol is poisonous and whether or not it, or if it's in fact a, some sort of miracle health food. I mean, that's just such a basic, basic thing that it's, it's just, you know, we got to do a better job basically of spreading information because, um, that's, that's so basic that everybody should know. Everyone should know that, you know, you shouldn't drink. I mean, the fact that half or more of the people in this country still think that drinking is just some innocent pastime that everybody does that's, you know, fun and, um, you, you know, it makes you cool and then, uh, like, you can hang out and drink socially. Like, so much mind control just on that, just around that one subject and, and behavior pattern just to encourage it and you know I used to go downtown to in these mid-sized cities to try to meet girls and to have fun and like have a social time right so I so I have a lot of familiarity with the um toxic effects of people getting together and drinking you know as a group just this, the fact that that was somehow normalized in this country is just like you you got to give give whoever these people that set this up some kind of a hand you know i mean we know that that wrecked wreaked, wrecked havoc on the native americans like big time but just the fact that they they're still wrecking havoc i mean there's a lot of work to do basically in consciousness and um you know um I just want to help motivate people to to start doing something so that you know you don't you don't want to live in this type type of reality. If you're listening to me, chances are you you don't really you would agree with me at least on some. If you made it 25 minutes into this podcast, you would have to agree with me on some level that things aren't right and that there's just widespread incompetence and um ignorance and you know mind control people purposefully misleading others to take advantage of them and uh you know greedy all all those seven deadly sins all over the place and apathy is probably one of those seven deadly sins if i were to guess i mean i, I can't even na name them off real quick but apathy should should be on that list you know, not taking action in times of a moral crisis where your life and your freedom are dependent on somebody doing something. And instead of doing that, people just want to pretend like it's all fine or um, just put the, put the, uh, throw that responsibility onto someone else, you know, like Greta with uh, the UN, the big climate so-called climate activists that's really just helping them bring in more control and more totalitarianism and more taxes is, is a big part of that agenda i mean she's if, if there's not a perfect example of you know manipulation and mind control it would be whatever her i don't remember her last name but greta the 16 year old climate activist that goes and speaks to the un like for people who who aren't naive, nobody speaks to the UN on TV unless they're already in some sort of giant globalist club and they're already being used as a part of that's 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 basically all the information I need to know to know that she's a puppet and a tool. And you know, a lot of people 
people my age is the sad thing. They they will fall for these clowns, Greta, and then the next thing you know, they they're wanting to vote for Bernie Sanders, and I just have to like. I just have to bitch slap, slap them with some truth, you know? Like, if you're listening to this and you're wondering what, what problem I have with Bernie Sanders, who just wants to give you quote-unquote free health care <laughs> and legalized marijuana or whatever he promises he says he's going to do and then inevitably isn't going to get done after, because that's what happens every time. If you haven't noticed the pattern, the holographic pattern of government, you know, government, um... Candidates for president presidential campaigns, they always say they're going to do something. And then at best, they like complete 10% of what they promised they were going to do. And then they, they start doing a bunch of other terrible things that for some reason their priorities change after they get elected. All of a sudden, they don't really care about legalizing marijuana as much as they do bombing fucking Africa or something. So, but, you know... <laughs> The the big red flag with Bernie Bernie Sanders is that he's been in a, a organized crime. Government is organized crime. It's it's slavery on the highest, most you know. It's like the most. I don't even know if it's the most uh, advanced and you know technologically. Technology. It it just seems to be the most widespread form of slavery on this planet. Um, there's there's much more, you know, there's a lot, I mean, government's pretty brutal. I was going to say there's much more brutal forms of slavery than even government, but they're, they're vicious. Like, like, yeah, like in their prison system, for example, I was, I was just reading about that Cambodian genocide, which was carried out by government. Um, and, you know, the military... It's just like the worst possible vibes imaginable. It's like, let's get a, let's look at a big pendulum you know, a, uh, get all the psychopaths together, get them over in psychopath training camp to make them extra psychopathic, give them weapons and tell them that the enemy is not, nobody cares about nothing, well, nothing bad will happen no matter what you do to the enemy, you know, torture them or whatever. I mean, just the fact that that exists in society, these psychopath pendulums, and, you know, and then you have people handing their children over to them. I mean, it's just so much problems in this reality. Like, just endless, endless, endless list of problems. You know, almost almost for every person, there's a handful or more of problems with that person. And, yeah, it's, sometimes it can be hard to see your own shadow, sure. But once you start seeing your own shadow and cleaning yourself, your own act up... Then you can start working on other people's shadows because they need a little help, you know. Sometimes, sometimes people need to be told what their shadows are because, like I said, if you can't see it yourself, wouldn't you be grateful if someone else came in and was like, hey, you know you got a giant toxic thing going on in your head that you should probably let go of and um, I know of a better way to think and you'll get, a, you'll get a lot further in life if you drop this whole religious, you know, obsession with... Government, for example, one of the most toxic ideas imaginable. Um, just the idea that a, a other people can really represent your views. I mean, isn't that like a form of mind reading on some level? It's like representative government that somebody else can represent you view, your views. 
you know, fully and completely and honestly. And then it gets even more delusional. It's like they they can represent your views that are in your head that you thought of that change all the time. I mean, your views might change and for them to claim they can represent them without even meeting you is where it gets more ridiculous next. They don't they don't even know you. You never met in person once, never had a single conversation with you, and still they claim they can represent your views. And not only that, but they claim they can represent the views of multiple people who all disagree. Like, they can represent 100,000 people who have all different disagreeing views. Like, how, logically, if you use the neocortex, how is that? how does that make any sense at all? You know, the, that, that, that number one right there just smashes the entire idea of d democracy. And democracy is one of those religious code words that you are so supposed to, as a slave, you're supposed to equate democracy with freedom, goodness, justice. You know, a healthy society is supposed to be a democratic society when right there on its face, the idea that other people can who've never met you can somehow magically represent your views and other people's views who all disagree like it's just pure illogical nonsense and um that's one of the biggest religious programs where i'm where i live democracy um you know obama didn't help on that one of course but it's one of those ones the tv characters they will all it's like a uh mind control code word, almost like neuro-linguistic programming. They can just re-bring that up word, you know, how many times in your life have you heard someone on TV use the word democracy? I mean, it's, it's just, like, it, you hear that word associated with all these good things your whole life, and now you, you, when you, now when an average person says the word democracy, all this fairy tale, like, you, utopic society that you, think that you currently live in comes to mind and now you reject any information pointing out the actual truth of just the philosophy of you know democratic republic they don't use the word republic as much on tv but they love the word democracy because it seems the, the trick is that you have any control of, over what the pendulum does and what you know the government does and what those people who claim to represent you the the trick with democracy is is saying that the people are in control it's what it kind of breaks down to is rule rulership again it's right there in the word rulership is evil okay <laughs> ruling over people violently is evil there's nothing good or logical about it it doesn't make sense and it's it's a way to surely end enslavement and death and extinction as a species and it's a it's a guaranteed way to ruin the environment in the in the process just giving giving some people the right to rule and with the mind control of democracy it's saying that the people who are ruled are the rulers so it's just pure illogical nonsense self-contradictory completely and the the fact that people uh so what this is telling me about the people in general in this country is they're not using the higher chakras. They're not. They're actually not. Largely not in the neocortex. Limited ability to think. Limited. Um, that's. I mean, that's mainly it. I mean, if you can't see how blatantly, absurdly illogical that is, then you're not 
using your higher higher chakras, you know, the crown chakra, the third eye chakra, you know, that having a, a large bulbous brain with a lot of activity and a lot of over over a long period of time, over your whole life, you doing a lot of thinking, lots of thoughts, lots of simulations in your head, running, you know, psychedelics help with this. But and I'm telling you this as a person who used to believe it um, when I was in high school. I stopped. I didn't really get out of the whole government religious programming until after high school is when it started to break down because I started smoking cannabis, right? And cannabis on its own gets you thinking, but it also can get you a little paranoid about things that are not going well in your life. And one of the reasons I used to get paranoid smoking cannabis was that uh, there's gang members on the street called cops, and they, they roll around with these in packs like wolf packs with and they expect you to just obey them whatever they say if they want to pull you over then you're supposed to obey or they'll kill you and i realize that they are my mortal enemy being in you know fresh out of like high school still childish in many ways but started smoking weed then i then all of a sudden i realized never before never really crossed my mind before that but as soon as I started smoking weed and now I was, you know, an enemy of the state, um, you know, doing something that they would abuse me and kidnap me and um, potentially kill me over, you know, cause me all kind of problems, horrific problems, physical problems, take away freedom, put me in a cage, just, just because I was using a plant that helped me. Like, that's when I started, the whole statism, religion, started to break down around that time period. But before that, I, I you know, I guess I wasn't as good as, I, I was thinking a lot. I just, I the, the mind control that I was under growing up with the Christian programming, it was so, it was so embedded so deep in my soul that I really had, I guess I just had to do, 10 or 15 years of pro of deprogramming, you know, thinking my way out of that not not that was given to me of the whole Christian Christian worldview of you know the external savior thing that if if you don't believe in an external savior and ask him into your heart was a big line big line that they said you know these people just don't they're not thinking and. You have to wonder how how that came to be. How did this many people, like hundreds of millions of people in this in this continent, how how are they not thinking? And how are they how are they driving cars and using these complicated? You know, they can use the internet, but yet they can't think and and just discern basic logical truth. But yet they can use the internet and use weapons and they all kind of stuff. It's it's a very weird situation to look at objectively. Um, you can't answer the question of how the reality came to be this way without mind control and social engineering and highly intelligent psychopathic energies setting it up this way and influencing it to become this way through hypnosis and word magic talking people talking you know so much nonsense to people with such a, an air of legitimacy and a uh, 
you can see it. You can see it go on twenty four seven on mainstream media and on C SPAN as one of those government religious programming channels, where C SPAN is a kind of like a public network on TV here, where they just show government rituals twenty four seven, like people voting on things. It's just it's just absurd nonsense. Like like that's that's the only way. That's part of the way. One of the main causal factors of how it really became this way this this bad and this widespread is there's a massive mega propaganda campaign and uh, propaganda machine that broadcasts these horrific um nonsensical illogical frequencies through their television programming system you know hitler said that the tv was the greatest invention that was ever invented and um, it's just really qu quite magical what they've done with the uh, TV and their word magic. Um, just the fact that words like jurisdiction exist. Juris in Latin means right or law, and dictare means to say. And so jurisdiction means that we say what right and law is. And... It's a big government word, jurisdiction. It's like, who who is God here? Well, um, you're under our jurisdiction. That means we are God, and we get to make up what the law is. Um, you know, this moral relativism being one of the uh, tenets of sat Satanism. You know, if you listen to Mark Passio, you'd un understand what, what I'm talking about when I say Satanism. I'm not talking about, like, devil, devil worship more so than just pure greed and selfishness. And um, trying to put yourself and your own ego as God on earth and enslaving and taking other people's lives and resources if you need to ensure that your way of life is the only way is kind of what Satanism really is. And it's just our entire society is set up to be totally satanic, not even a little bit, just like from the top down. Oh, it's very, very satanically polarized. I mean, it's easy for me to notice that, too. I mean, other people who are in it and who think and are in harmony with the way that the pendulum wants people to be, who are just your average slaves on the street, they, a lot of them can't even perceive the problems. Like, they might perceive a little bit, a few problems here and there. Um, on some level, they might have some level of understanding of things not being quite right, but they haven't done the studies, you know, that me, me and other, other researchers, you know, a lot of these people haven't fucking op opened up a book that wasn't about, um, you know, some trivial subject. A lot of these people haven't opened up a book since fucking high school or something. I mean, I, I was like that after I got out of high school, I would, I went in directly into another programming camp, college. And maybe because the program said that, you know, you know, in order to be programmed correctly, you needed more programming than high school. High school programming wasn't enough to turn you into a programmed mind control slave who works for fucking nothing under the, the U.S. fiat currency economy. These people aren't working. They're literally working for nothing. Like the, the money was printed out of thin air. It's it, like if you're working for money, you're working for imaginary nothings. That's what a dollar should be called, an imaginary nothing. And uh, the fact that you have order-following cops and um, other gang members, you know, 
obeying obeying the dictates of these imaginary nothings for you know of these psychopaths rather um and the reward they get for you know taking people's freedom and murdering people and kidnapping people and then harming people threatening people you know on the streets with their with their like speed limits we could take this little example speed limits are largely arbitrary and um you know because status they will throw these tiny little examples they have like a, a 10 or so these people they they haven't thought about it deeply obviously or they wouldn't be status but but they have five or 10 just typical examples one liners you could say uh to try to argue with you about whether you know whether or not there should be government or you know whether slavery is you know a good thing is what their their argument is they don't even know that that's what their argument is but it is slavery is a relationship where the master issues commands and the slave is expected to obey the commands of the master or be violently punished that's what slavery is that's what government is too what happens if you disobey government they send police to take your shit um they'll warn you they'll try to force you to to pay them money with the fines and stuff like that's what's running all these you know corporate um regulating these mega corporations is these just arbitrary codes and dictates like um and if if the corporation doesn't play that game well now they're they're going to send cops and the people who work for these corporations are such fucking cowards that they can't even defend themselves from a handful of, of you know, low-life trash gang member thugs. And these people that, that think they're so prestigious, they think they're such big men and such so important because they have some money or they have a nice job at a corporation somehow makes them so, so important and they're doing so well in life, yet if... If they dare to disobey these arbitrary dictates that come down from on low, I should say, not on high, but then all of a sudden, yeah, they're not that big of men after all. They can't. They can't even defend themselves from a you know a, few, a handful of psychopaths. Some of these corporations, like Binance, for example, Binance and Coinbase, just whatever government tells them to do, they just just like they're they're government's little bitch. You know, government says that you have to make a new exchange for, for U.S. customers. Well, okay, this is what Binance is doing. They're like, well, the U.S. government won't let its slaves use our use – our, uh, so, you know, and, and we're supposed to block people from U.S. – from accessing our website from the U.S. Like they, they'll block you from even logging in and using Binance and other exchanges too just because you're in the United States, just because our government told them to. Like – these people, they, they think they, because they own their crypto exchange that they've accomplished something when they're that afraid of just the government. Like what, what are you even putting all this money and energy into building a crypto exchange when, you, when you're not putting energy, any energy at all I bet, that I'm aware of into just sending out a good message that government should be ended immediately? And that is the biggest problem on earth and that, you know – if we want good things, well, then we should get rid of all these absurd people who think they're God on earth and they can regulate and in whatever evil way they want all everybody's business. Everyone must obey them or, or be punished violently by house slaves. Well, so we've talked a lot about problems with the place. It's um, 
blatantly obvious there's problems. Most people uh, have no idea what the actual solution to these problems are. And the solution, it starts in mind. And the solution is in mind. More so than it is in the plane of effects or the manifested reality. Rearranging the, the manifested reality in some way. You know, voting for, for someone else to be the dictator of the country, for example. Um, even building new things uh, on some level won't solve anything as long as the causal factors in people's minds remain the same. So that's the entire purpose of me putting out these, you know, videos is to assist and catalyze people to come to new understandings in their minds so that they will stop unconsciously creating hell on earth because I don't want to be, you know, surrounded by it and it would be much more pleasant for me not to exist with all these crazy people all around me. Nobody really wants to live around crazy people because uh, it's dangerous. So, you know, the knowledge was given to me about how to fix this situation from Mark Passio and it kind of, having this knowledge kind of demands that you do something with it. Otherwise, you don't, you didn't really learn it um, in the first place because there's not really anything else to do here other than to turn it into something better so that we can actually enjoy ourselves. So... We gotta use the, the tools, you know, that have traditionally been used against us by people like the mainstream media and the other mind controllers. If we just start using the very same types of tools, you know, but putting good information on it, uh, then people will, you know, be, it'll be much more likely that people are exposed to good information. So if you see on my bumper sticker here, I have a really good quote, and Mark Passio gave me this bump, bumper sticker, or he included it in something I bought, but if you see it, well, that's not even the quote, but that one says, nature to be commanded must first be obeyed, referring to natural law, but this was an Einstein quote. basically says no problem can be solved by the same level of consciousness that created it so again sounds like Einstein kind of understood that you know humanity is currently unconsciously creating problems as long as they remain unconscious they're going to continue unconsciously creating problems and a lot of people have what's called negative knowledge where not only do they not know what the solution is but they believe all these things that are never going to work out. They believe them fervently and religiously. So in order to get back to the zero point, it's going to take either a lot of influencing or spontaneous learning on their part to get them just back to zero where they're kind of neutral. I mean, maybe we can jump a few levels and just get them into a positive vibration and understanding important truths you know but some of these people may not be able to just skip levels like that i don't know just in my in my experience deprogramming status uh some of them are more willing to learn than others and um 
but you know I've had some some amount of success and uh, using these online tools like library and YouTube and tools that traditionally the mainstream media was using against us just you know broadcasting and information over the airwaves for example using these online tools I'm able to reach a lot more people all at once and um, catalyze you know learning for large groups of people which will get the job done much much faster than just working on you know individuals that I bump into in my day-to-day -day activities or you know family members or just people that I see regularly if that was the the end of my influence you know if I wasn't using these kind of publishing tools that wouldn't change shit yeah I might get my mom or my dad or my brother to be a little more open-minded and a little more you know exposed to information but there's seven billion people creating this um co-creating this prison <coughs> nut house and uh, yeah in, in every location it's not as bad as it is here and then in some locations it's infinitely worse but we're trying to go in the upward direction which means that we got to have to influence large numbers of people to um fix their thinking and you know the basic the basic equation here is that exposure to information is what what the foundation of all manifested reality is based on in human in human society the information people are exposed to is the uh, foundation for their behavior so that information is then processed like like a computer it's like if you give if you view the computer, the humans as the computers, and you give them a certain type of data, you're going to give a, get a certain type of output from those uh, parallel processors. You could say, I'm driving by a lot of the parallel processors. It's can't really see them, but all these households in these cities, the cities are kind of set up as similar to a supercomputer circuit would be with the the power lines being the wires on the circuit board the uh, houses with the people inside them being the processing units and the internet being the data source <clears throat> these people are taking in data from the internet processing it through their uh, you know biological computers in their heads and um, it has an effect on what behavioral choices they're going to make depending on you know what they're tuning into and what they're listening to as you know a modern day light worker you want to use these tools so that these co-creators in these little cages in these big you know cities you want to use these tools so that these people um have something good to listen to because otherwise you know you're just giving your, your power away you're not taking your power and forces outside of yourself are going to are gonna give them something to listen to and that may or may not be good and you know if you if you'd rather them be listening to uh, good things that that are gonna help them well maybe you should be the one putting it out there <coughs> that's my opinion and that's why I'm that's why I'm doing it right now to set a good example and uh, to get more teachers and get more people to take up the torch and the flame of truth and pass it on so that we can kind of end this nightmare as soon as possible because uh very very dangerous uh reality that we're living in and uh you know most people don't like pain and if you 
you know, don't want a painful life, then you're going to have to have a free life primarily because slavery is painful. And, you know, people in the modern day aren't even aren't even aware that they are enslaved. So it's, it's really sad. Um, they can kind of feel it a little bit in their soul and the, the emotional numbness that I kind of mentioned earlier. It's pretty obvious there's something wrong if you just pay attention to your emotions, you know, most of the time. But once you start doing something about it and um, contributing to the uh, solution, uh, you actually feel a lot better about life and yourself. So, again, the people are taking in information, which is toxic most most of the time. You know, mainstream media information, lies, stuff that's not based in truth, just um, bad philosophy, and... You know, like I mentioned earlier, the whole democracy religion and, uh, you know, the, the mainstream media selling people on ideas like universal health care that's, yeah, when you just use the label universal health care, that sounds great. But when you look at the how that's actually going to be created, it's all it's on based on slavery again, built on the backs of slaves. So we, we hurt the slaves, you know, and then we give them free health care. That's controlled by the, the same people who hurt the slaves in the first place. Like, what could possibly go wrong? So anyway, the the foundation is information. Is it good information or is it bad information? We want to be putting out good information that will help people if they take it into themselves. Then we the, the computers process that information and they come to uh, conclusions. They, they come to... Um, knowledge and you know wisdom being the output of in the physical reality of what what they do with their knowledge but if they have good high quality information you know the toxic stuff is not going to they'll be shielded against it because they'll recognize it as you know false toxic or harmful information and they won't take it into themselves. That's what happened to me whenever I stopped watching internet porn. I started to recognize what it was doing to my energetic field basically destroying my um, ability to uh, function efficiently or effectively in the world, you know, just ruining my energy. And so now I just don't even don't even take that into myself because I just kind of already know what that's going to lead to. So there's no reason for me to do that. But if somebody had give given me a heads up in, in a way that actually made sense and explained it in a, you know, then I wouldn't have had to learn it the hard way. But that's what I'm here to do now. So, so we, we give people good information. They take it into themselves. They change their minds. They upgrade their consciousness. And now they're no longer unconsciously creating problems. Instead, they're creating consciously. And more than likely, they're going to choose to create something that's helpful and feels good. I mean, unless you're just, you know, masochistic and hate yourself. You know, with, with knowledge, you'll be able to create a better reality for yourself. And that's kind of what we all need here so spread the word and uh keep digging for truth